Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Tuesday, March 7th, 2023, and today is our 91st devotional. And today we're going to be looking a little bit at the life of D.L. Moody. Um, and I'm still basing it off of 1 Corinthians 10.6. Now these things were our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Um, and I think D.L. Moody is a great example for us on this one uh, when we start to look at his life. Um, he was the seventh of nine children, and early on his father died. And so his mom would send them out um, to do work for room and board. They would work for people. And the people would put them up and feed them and house them. And they could come back on the weekends, but uh, they weren't supposed to leave while he was running away all the time and, and getting into trouble. And his mom kept sending him back because they were feeding him and they were housing him. And she couldn't take care of nine children by herself. So uh, he had kind of a rough upbringing. And uh, fairly early on, he went to work for his uncle and his uncle insisted that he attend church with him uh, if he was going to work with him as a sh shoe salesman. And when he trusted Christ as his Savior and asked if he could um, become a member of the church, uh, they waited for a whole year uh, just to watch his life and make sure that he was uh, truly uh, following Christ uh, to join their church. And I think that's just so interesting how that uh, back then, uh, they wanted to make sure and see that you had a walk with Christ before they would just let you willy-nilly into their churches. So um, I think we could learn something from that in our day and age. Uh, but uh, they finally let him into the church, and um, he, he didn't seem to be uh, the best example uh, for people. In fact, one of the stories that I was reading said that uh, as he was teaching a Sunday school class, he was skipping over words in the book because he couldn't read so well at that point in his life. And the person that uh, was just watching said uh, he wouldn't make a very good um, minister at all uh, if God was to call him. And so, um, but he moved from his uncle's uh, place to Chicago to get a better uh, shoe salesman job. And while he was there, he started, uh, he would work for six days of the week. And, but then on Sunday, he would go out and bring in uh, kids to the Sunday school and help the Sunday school out there in Chicago. Uh, well, one day, the uh, there was a Sunday school teacher that was had poor health and couldn't teach on that Sunday. And so uh, D.L. Moody took over for him, and it didn't go well. He had to bite his tongue uh, to keep from scolding these girls, this group of girls that he was teaching. Um, but he, he did the best that he could. Later in the week, the man came to his shop and, and asked if, if D.L. Moody would help him. And he was hoping that he wasn't going to ask him to teach the Sunday school class full time, but the man said that uh, he didn't have long to live and that he was concerned that 
none of the girls had trusted Christ as their Savior yet. And he asked if D.L. Moody would go with him uh, and visit each one of them. And so over the course of the next few days, they went to each girl's home and sat down with them and uh, started leading them to Christ, giving them the plain uh, and simple plan of salvation and explaining why it was so important. And each one of the girls trusted Christ as their Savior. And uh, as the the man was leaving Chicago, D.L. Moody went to the train station to see him off, and all of the girls came to, uh, to wish their Sunday school teacher well and to thank him for what, they, uh, what he had done in their lives. D.L. Moody said that that was the, uh, a whole lot more fun, uh, sharing the gospel and seeing people's lives changed than making money through selling shoes. So uh, that was the point where he started uh, really committed to changing his life and become a full-time evangelist. Uh, over the course of his life, um, Abraham Lincoln came to his Sunday school uh, and, and spoke for just a little bit. Uh, he was involved in the... Um, the Union Army uh, and evangelizing the soul, the troops for them. Um, and then later on, he uh, had uh, President Grant would come uh, to his services and many of the, the men in President Grant's uh, cabinet would come to the services. But uh, one of the nights that really uh, hit home to him was um, in October, I think it was October 8th, of 1970 or um, 1871, uh, he was teaching uh, or preaching for a Wednesday night Bible study, and he realized that the crowd was just restless. There was a lot of commotion. Uh, things were going on that uh, he couldn't keep the the crowd interested. Uh, so he decided to end the services early. So he had Ira Sankey come up and sing and. Um, even that, the, the crowd was just not into the singing. So he closed it out by, by encouraging everybody to, to go home and over the next week, think about what we've spoken about today and come back next week and tell me what, what kind of a decision you've made uh, for Jesus. And as they left the building, they realized that the city of Chicago was on fire. And uh, because of the great fire of Chicago, uh, D.L. Moody, the church that he uh, started and the Sunday school and his home and the YMCA, all of it burned down. And uh, he, he realized that uh, he should have been encouraging the people uh, not to come back next week and tell what they had decided to do with Christ, but do something with Christ today. And uh, that really struck home to him. Uh, but he realized that uh, sharing the gospel was the most important thing that he could do, and, and it was more important than making money or, or anything else. And so he dedicated his life to that. But um, the verse that kind of struck home to me as I was looking at his life today just a little bit was 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. It says this, For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted. In the day of salvation I have succored thee. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. And uh, 
I think so often we put off and put off and put off and we procrastinate and are just um, lackadaisical about what we're going to do for Christ when we ought to do something. And if you've not trusted Christ as your Savior, you ought to do that today. Uh, just the price that he paid for you, uh, paying the price for your sins on the cross there, why wouldn't you come to him? What would hold you back? Do you just love your sin so much more than him? Uh, if, if that's the case, uh, he is just and right uh, to send you away from him to hell for eternity uh, if you love your sin more than him. Uh, why wouldn't you trust him? So uh, for those of us that have trusted him, uh, why wouldn't we serve him? What more fun could we have in life? What more... What what could we do that's more meaningful than serving Christ uh, with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength? So I hope today that you will uh, consider uh, D.L. Moody's life. There's so much more to read about him. He had such an interesting life, and, and he did so much for Christ. And I hope you will take and look at his life and use it as an example for yours that um, it's more important to serve Christ than to serve money. You can't serve God and mammon. So I hope that's been a blessing for you today. Until tomorrow, auf Wiederhören.